This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. It's Friday and you are on the Patriot Cause with the Gunny. I like today because I can actually just talk about what I think. And today I'm thinking about the world religion populace, the population of the world and how it breaks down in the religions. Now you're not going to hear all of this in normal school, obviously. You got to go to a theologian college or something to get the truth to understand what's going on in the world. But the statistics that I am going to bring you, which I am going to read today, because I'm very adamant about thinking about what's happening in the world when it comes to religion. So stand by, take a listen to the statistics of the world and the United States, and let's use that information and make up your own conclusion about what's going on. Simple, lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Whether you believe it or not, the United States was founded by great patriots of the world that came from the other side of the pond, as we would call, and felt that tyranny followed them. And at some point, they had to determine to live by the rights that was given to them by God. Yes, they were religious people. And they believe that there is a God and that these rights are given to us by God and not by some type of government. So if this is true, then the United States of America is the greatest country that ever lived on the face of the planet, which I believe it is, because it was created and populated for Christianity. Now, even though in the Constitution that all people can have their religious belief, which is true, but the most part, for the most part, the United States government at the time was created by very religious Christian men. And thus the United States was created 200 plus years ago. What we're going to talk about today is the change in the world in just the last 100 years. Just the last 100 years. What has happened to the world population as it relates to religion in the last 100 years. Not only that, what about the population growth? Does that impact what's going on in the world? And I believe it does. So I'm gonna to bring to you statistics and forecasts about the world religions. And this is from 1800 until prediction of 2025, which we'll get into. But I wanna focus on pretty much from 1900 until the year 2000. 
So 100 years in the United States and 100 years in the world. So the world population in the year 1900 was 1.620 million people, populous of the world. In the year 2000, it rose to 6.123 billion people. So from 1.62 to 6.123 billion people. That's a tremendous increase in population just in 100 years. Incredible, if you look at it from how long the world has been around. So what are the religions in 1900? What is the percentage or the number of population of the religions in 1900? This is for the world. So in the world, they had 558 million Christians, 200 Muslims, 203 Hindus, 3 million agnostic, 127 million Buddhist, 380 million Chinese or folk religions, 117 million of ethno-religious people, that's whatever. And then you had 023 in other words, 230,000 atheists. That's an important number. Think about that. 230,000 atheists in the world in 1900. So pretty much we can understand why the greatest population in 1900 was Christians. Almost half of the population was Christians. Well, actually, 34% of the total population in the world was Christians. So what happened in the year 2000, according to these numbers? The Christians grew to 1.9 billion. The Muslims grew to 1.2 billion. Hindus, 825 million. Agnostics grew to 655 million. So from 3 million to 655 in just 100 years in the world. Buddhists, 448. Chinese, 428. Atheists grew from 0.23, in other words, 230,000, to 136 million people in the world. 136 million atheists in just 100 years. Of course, we know why. You know, enlightenment, all that good, happy stuff. So what does that mean percentage-wise? So percentage of the population in 2000, 32% of them are Christians, which means we dropped by 2%. Muslims increased from 12% to 21%. Hindus from 12 to 13. Agnostic increased 10%. So 10% of the population in the year 2000 is agnostic. 2.2% of the population is Atheists, when in 1900 it was 0.01, less than 0.01% of the total population, did not believe in God at all, compared to at least the agnostics agreed that, you know, we didn't really know. So the percentage increase is tremendous when we understand how these religions are shifting in the world. Now, they have numbers on, and you can get this on the podcast and the show notes on 
predictions of 2025, but I'm, I'm really not going to go into that. I don't want to predict what's going to happen. Only God can do that. But if you want to go look and see what they say, then go right at it. With that said, let's talk about just the United States and what has happened. Now, this is not 100 years. This is just seven years from the year 2007 to 2014. So in seven years, this is the religious breakdown in America. Christians in 2007 were 78.4%. Non-Christian faith was 4.7. Unaffiliated was 16% in 2007. Oh, I'm sorry, 1.6%. 1.6% unaffiliated in 2007, or atheists, basically. In 2014, so seven years later, Christians dropped by almost 8%, 7.8% decrease. Non-Christian faiths increased by 1.2%. Unaffiliated, unaffiliated or atheists, 6.7% increase. So we can see what's happening here. People wondering what's going on in America. Well, we know what's going on in America. People are losing faith and God. And this is driving the culture and driving what's happening in America. It's pretty much that simple. Again, you can go look at these numbers and the U.S. numbers that I got is from the Pew Research. So they're very no, well known to, to have good statistics and ways of explaining things that are going on in the world. And that's where I got that information from. But what I want to do real quick is move to an article that was written by Madeline Crabb in August of 10th of 2016. It's called America's True Condition, Spiritual Bankruptcy. So we're talking about, you know, the deficit, everything that's going on, crime, all the things that are going on in this world, and especially in the United States, because that's where we live. But it's really a spiritual bankruptcy. We're losing our faith in God as a nation. And because of that, we're headed down the wrong road. And if I was to use Sodom and Gomorrah as an example, I wouldn't be lying. We're headed down that exact same road. So this is what she has to say. And this is from RenewAmerica.com if you want to go check it out. There's no longer a spirit of coming together to do what's good for the nation as a whole. Far too many people only care of their own issues and causes or their own race or ethnicity, demonstrated by all the hyphened Americans, African-American, Indian-American, and so forth. Instead, there's a spirit of selfishness and entitlement that puts me before we. Our individual desires outweigh those of the community and God, mind you. We'll see the disastrous results of such mentally since prayer and the Bible were removed from schools. This is the results of prayer and the Bible being removed from the school. That was the beginning. So in 1960, an atheist named Madeline Murray O'Hara decided she didn't want her son objected to Bible reading. The issue was persuaded all the way to the Supreme Court, 
ending with the Bible being removed from all public schools and thus all children in school. A case that started with the parents of 10 students objecting to school prayers directed to Almighty God eventually ended with prayer being removed from all schools by the Supreme Court in Engel versus Vital. One woman initiated a case taken to the U.S. Supreme Court that led to a ruling allowing over 58 million unborn babies to be murdered in America. We know what that is, Roe versus Wade. By the way, this is important. While abortion is considered the law of the land, there was no actual law passed by the U.S. Congress, which is the ones that actually create the laws in this country. So you can see this is why the Supreme Court just decided its law. It would not have passed through Congress at that time. I guarantee it wouldn't have. But it's law now. How about prayer? How about Bible reading? Just saying. Or how about last year's U.S. Supreme Court decision on the marriage of homosexuals in Oberfall? Another law of the land decision that neither Congress nor the president participated in. This one, Oberfell, is where gay people can legally get married in America across the United States. A law that was passed by the Supreme Court, which cannot pass laws. It would have never made it through Congress. These issues are just a few examples of how the will of a few now carry more weight than the will of the majority. That's the issue. We have a very small percentage growing. That percentage is growing of atheists and agnostic people in this country that are leading the charge of the laws being driven against the God-fearing people of this country. It's a very sad situation to think about. But there's always hope, always hope, because God is in charge, and I believe that 100%. I believe this is his plan, not ours. This is what he wants to do, not us. And he has a purpose for what is happening in this world. I absolutely believe that. But I am going to tell you this. In the Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 9, explains exactly what's going on and unless the world and especially the United States turns back to God this is what's going to happen and get us into danger with each other constantly and we couldn't we won't be able to live together and this is what second Timothy chapter 3 says but understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of selves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen and conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but not denying its power. And we're supposed to avoid such people. That's what it says, avoid such people. It's not that we don't love all people. We do. But if you hang out with these kind of people, then you're not following God. 
and you're acceptable to evil. So you have to avoid these people. For among them are those who creep into the households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. So it's false. The world is false that they're living in, but they believe it's the truth, that they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, to their body and to others. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth. Men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith, but they will not get very far, for their folly will be plain to all, as was those of the two men. So what God is telling us here is if you are open-eyed, regenerated with the love of God, you can see this in the world. If you are not regenerated by God for good of all things, you cannot see what's happening in the world. You accept it as it is. And therefore, you make up your own truth or believe the truth that people are telling you. This country is hurting dearly, hurting dearly. And I will tell you this, the Christian population in the world in general has not decreased that much in the world in general, but it has drastically decreased in the United States. Think about that one. Think about that one. So ask yourself, do you know people in this situation? Do you know people that are not connected to God, that believe the world is what it is? If you do, talk to them in a loving, caring manner. Let them know. If they're Americans, remind them about what America is, what it stands for, what we have built in this country is based on God-given rights. And when we give up those God-given rights to a tyrannical or corrupt, evil government, it's going to bring us right into that Second Timothy world, which we're already there. And we must pray every day. Thank the Lord for what we have, but pray every day that he will forgive this nation, forgive us as people for allowing us, allowing our country, to turn from him. We need to come back to God and ask him to forgive us and show us the light and help heal our country because men, politicians, will never fix this country, ever. Only the holy God of the universe can make America true by coming into our hearts and then we can correct the problems that we have in the United States. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Please share it far and wide. I thank all of you for listening. I really do. And I appreciate everyone that is standing up. They're showing up and they're speaking up for the truth in your neighborhoods, in your state, and to your federal elected officials. This is the Gunny out.